0: Do this work not for yourself. Do it for the greater purpose of others, our
1: collective humanity. Reaching a creative state of mind through positive action is considered preferable to waiting for inspiration.
0: Hey, welcome to the street shots photography podcast this is antonio and this is ward and this is episode 201 for 201 for the middle of february 2024 201 made the hump past the, the 200 That's mark we're right, on the downhill slope
1: now <laughs> <The> down- <laughs> <laughs> we peaked oh or don't say that we're on the downhill <laughs> slope i'm a- no, to, to, spring, to spring, to spring, yes, spring. The cold weather. We've gone over the cold weather, and now we're going yes. down into the the green yes. pastures of. Now spring. for the
0: next two hundred episodes. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, let's not think that far ahead. It's hard to think that, but yeah, 200, 200, 201. hundred one, two hundred one. Yeah, I got we got uh, we got some praise from people uh, who are uh, happy and excited that we made our. Bicentennial. Bicentennial. Uh, yes. Yeah. Bicentennial. Before I forget, I do want to thank uh, Christoph for actually buying us a coffee, and he said, "Happy Bicentennial!" Always a great listen. So Christoph, really, I appreciate. Uh, um, I appreciate the coffee, uh, and I wish I had some now to keep me. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into oh, that. <laughs> no, we won't get into that. That's for the. That's for the behind the scenes talk. That's right. The. the, the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh man, I'm getting old. This is Yeah, we're both getting old. Track. What are you going
1: to do? What can you We're do? the same age.
0: That's uh, that's 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 great.
1: But anyway, how how are you doing? I'm doing well. well. Start of another week. Things are going along nice. Not too cold outside, not too that's warm, your, but not too cold. Your winter has been mild, I I assume. For the most ish. part, yeah. We had mm. that long kind of cold snap there a month or so ago, but that's a memory. Yeah,
0: we haven't had any, well, we had one cold snap, and uh, for those of us on the East Coast who know it's today's Monday that we're recording, there's supposed to be a big snowstorm coming in tomorrow, uh, and I don't know what that means, but uh, we'll see, and I'm hoping it doesn't keep me away from my client who came into town just to see me, and uh, I, I've been working with this client. We found out we, we started working in 2009. Wow. And, uh, I've been, uh, my, f- my friend Gino way back when I think, uh, was going to work with her, but he had not, he didn't have time. He had too many clients. So he asked me if I wanted to work with her and I did, it, we helped, I set, uh, helped set her up with a new computer, a new, um, printer and, you know, getting the whole digital system up because she was switching from film to digital. Mm-hmm. And she's come into town a bunch of times, many times over the years, and so we would get together, and uh, I would show her things in Lightroom, or we would just just give her lessons. And, and today she needed to get a new computer, so she flew in from uh, she flew in from Houston, and well, uh, we Houston, hung out today Texas. at B and H. Oh man! She, she yeah, she bought out she bought uh, some stuff, and uh, I had my, my geek hat on. Trying to figure out how to transfer information from an old MacBook Pro to a new one. Okay. And it should have been easy, but initially it wasn't. And and my my I'm really proud that my Mac tech brain still works. They, they're making it easier for the transfer data back and forth. But mm. luckily, uh, anyway, it's a long story. We had, we had the correct cable, and uh, we were able to connect our two computers. But. Uh, nice. The next couple days we're hanging hanging with her, showing her uh, getting her new version of Photoshop installed and but if tomorrow we have this snowstorm I'm a little afraid of getting uh, getting um what's the word? I can't come up with the word. Getting locked in the city because of the subways. If it's a bad storm, the subways tend to shut down. So I don't want to get stranded. Right. So we might do a, a thing. But wow, you know, to, to know someone for that long, you know, and yeah. to
1: to and do. to maintain that relationship, that business relationship is uh, pretty pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty honored. So yeah, I'm a little I'm a little tired today. There's <laughs> an inside joke I'm not gonna talk about yet, <laughs> but uh that's why I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm starting to sound like an old guy laughing. <laughs> but anyway, uh so anyway, thanks for Christoph's uh coffee. I could use it now. And uh what else is going on? Let's see. Uh, shucks. I I don't know. Um, I was, uh, what the heck was I thinking about? Um, something photography related and I totally spaced out on it. So,
1: um, something about tonight's subject or something else. Tonight's subject.
0: Well, maybe about tonight's subject. Yeah. We can get right into it as long as we're, as long as we're started. We've started late here tonight, but, uh, ready to go. So uh, what is going on in tonight's episode? Yeah, you, you came up with the idea, so I want you yeah. to fire me up a little bit, but
1: uh, let's. Well, you know, I'm talking always about my beers and cameras group, and yeah, I'll give a little bit of background of that, or go over Please the history do. of it. Yeah. So our local camera store called The Camera Store um, started this thing in I, 2016, 2017, somewhere in that era of uh, doing a, kind of a mini pub crawl. So they would have in the evenings, um, it was usually a Thursday evening, uh, they go f- to one particular pub, gather people who were interested in photography, they bring their gear, do whatever. Sometimes there was a, um, a vendor would be there. Like I remember once there was a uh, Panasonic rep there with a bunch of Panasonic gear, and they had models set up, and it was like Ooh. pretty cool. And that sort of thing. And they had a Fuji night once. And anyway, so they did that for uh, for quite a few months. And, um, you know, the pandemic hit and it all kind of came crashing down. And um, uh, so there was a group of us that had met kind of off and on uh, or kind of knew each other. And we started this rogue group of six, now seven of us uh, that meet every two weeks uh, on Thursday mm. evenings to meet and talk about stuff. As much to talk about our personal lives and other things going on in our life, um, just kind of like a social club. Uh, but we're all kind of deep into our photographic hobby. And
0: um, let me let me ask you though: is uh, beer uh, beer and cameras a?
1: It was originated by the camera store. I believe it was actually started in San Diego. There was it's actually a brand. It is a brand, right? That's what I thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and there's sort of
1: like a franchisee thing, I think, you can affiliate. And then there's clothing and badges and stuff like that. The B and C logo. I think you can find it. uh, I believe they started in San Diego. I could be wrong. But I think San Diego and Calgary were among the busiest of the groups. Really? That were doing it back 17, 18, uh, 19. Yeah back okay. in those days. So, yeah, they, we had lots we had lots of people, like 30, 40, 50 people. You know, we'd, wow. we'd dominate. Uh, yeah, at its peak, there was a lot of people there. Okay. So we'd All go right. into like a like kind of like a smokehouse, whatever, tap room thing, and we'd take up half the bar. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. And then if, you know, conversation got a little, there was a little lull in the conversation. And here, you just picked up your beer, and you went and you sat somewhere else. And there was no... No shame in doing that. You just you just milled around and talked with new people, and and it was advertised well enough at times that people from out of town would just come to see what's going on. It became a, a kind of a minor tourist attraction for the photographically inclined. So it's kind of, oh, where are you are visiting from, well, we're visiting from wherever. And is there so a, is there a, a leader or a
0: facilitator or someone who organizes it, or it just happens sort of and then
1: um, in then it was in a cooperative way. Then it was the staff of the camera store that were doing this part of the sales staff that were doing the actual organizing. Um, and, I, and I forgot to finish my original thought was it, you'd go to one pub and then there'd either be, there might be something going on, like an industry thing or not, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be there for your first three quarters of an hour, an hour, and you get up and there's a short photo walk, depending on the time of year. And then you go to another pub and you would have kind of reservations for both. And then, uh, and then you would, you know, stay as long as you wanted to stay at the second pub. And uh, so it ended up being a nice kind of fulfilling evening of conversation and and uh, just sharing our passions and so on. But I think what triggered the conversation tonight for me was um, we went to the local pub for me here, which is a five-minute drive from my home because it was my time. It was my turn to choose where to mm-hmm. go and we tend to wanna to pick the bars that are close to our homes so that we can get right. home. Quick. Oh,
0: so okay, so you, you, you altered the who would choose the place. That's
1: yeah, cool. so we go I think in alphabetical order by surname or something. So we take turns. And we pick we pick places all over the city. So you, I could be a five minute drive or it could be three quarters of an hour. I could be a forty five minute drive to the to the wherever we're going. And so you learn you learn these places, whether or not you like the food. Well, like, and, and I know, you know, visiting New York, the microbrewery, uh, craze is is huge, and there's walls completely covered with different different types of beer, and it's the same here. And I think it's amazing and fun, and I'm glad I have the appreciation for beer now that I, I didn't have when I was younger. Anyway, um, so we would. You know, one of us would would pick a place, and like I say, I picked the closest one here, and uh, we had like the best talk that I can remember for a long time. Just, and it wasn't just about photography, although the conversation often went to that. Um, Let's see, five of the six of us that were there are in information technology in some way or other, or our career is or was in information technology. <laughs> so poor Marilee, who was sitting there, who wasn't, that wasn't part of her background. She had to sit through these old nerds talking about <laughs> computers <laughs> from the 70s and 80s that we were like exposed Ooh, to or whatever, Oh, that could right? be, yeah. That could be a could little be dry. Beautiful. And the, yeah. the funny stories don't seem that funny at all unless <laughs> you've been in that business. So poor, you know. But it would come around, and we would talk about different things. And um, uh, our our friend Andrea who was absent. Um, she had she was I think at choir practice, or they were doing something some public thing. Um, she uh, she couldn't attend, but she had posted in our chat that there was something going on with her camera. It's a Canon R five, and it had this moire issue at high ISO that is apparently a problem just with the R5s and all of us nerds are jumping in, looking on the web, looking the Adobe, um, the Adobe forums and mm-hmm. figured out, yeah, you know, there is a particular issue with it and here's how you can deal with it and so on. And so we're all, uh, you know, we're all technical resources for each other or just a story, you know, I think there are three, three in the group that own Canon R5s now. And uh, so there, there's a shared experience there. And, uh, so it was just, the conversation was just fun. It was just not just the computer nerd talk, but the, the community around Mm -hmm. based around starting with photography, but not ending there. And it's just sharing in this back and forth of information and goodwill and, and just a, a fellowship, if you want to use that old word, you know, of, you know, being around people that have the same interests and, how valuable that is and how fun it is and fulfilling and all of those things that these, these communities that we set up. Um, and I think it's easy to forget that, you know, the effort that it requires for you to, you know, get a go out on a Thursday night when you'd rather maybe just sit with your feet up and watch TV. If you just put the effort in and and set up these communities, whatever it is, if it's a discord chat or whatever, um, that it pays off dividends big time. Did
0: you did you know that I I started uh, coffees and camera?
1: Yeah, right. I did. I saw I, that. I said yes. that right. Yeah. I did mention yeah. that
0: here. It was yeah. based on your beers and cameras, at least in in terms of title. And and mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to get people from my neighborhood, especially after the show that is still up actually at the coffee shop called Blue Star Parlor in my neighborhood, which is where we went. And had breakfast all mm-hmm. the time, and once I did that, I thought, you know, l- actually, let me switch it around a little bit because I like breakfast, you know, and morning mm-hmm. things, and so and so, uh and also trying to assume that many maybe people don't want to drink, and we don't have yeah. a lot of bars oh, in the neighborhood, yeah. and it also doesn't mean that we don't, we wouldn't go to a bar, but yeah, and and we had so far one meeting, and we'll um, I haven't uh, set up another one so far. I'm the facilitator, but I'm actually writing down some information so that I can make this more of a, a group thing rather than mm-hmm. me deciding where to go and then asking people. I like that idea of, of rotating around. But when we had, our, we had our meeting, we have actually about 20, 27 people now. Wow, that's great. In the, for the f- that signed up. And they're in the Facebook group, and Facebook is, you know, it's not the – it, it, I want to say I would prefer something like Discord or something like that. But given the the barrier for entry with some other apps, I thought let me just right. make it, you know, with less friction. Everybody knows Facebook, and you can yes, you can have a private area there. So, um, but anyway, I set up. Uh, we had our first meeting. I might have even talked about it, but there was like five of us there, and and it started off in. The the conversation was really fun. It wasn't about photography initially. First it was like we never met each other in person for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, I met a couple of people. I was sort of the central hub in a way, but there were so few people I didn't meet I never met in person. And it was it was a great experience in just being able to find like minded people to talk mm-hmm. about same things, but also to find out new stuff. And mm-hmm. We hung out for a little while, and then uh, one of the members said, "Why don't we take a walk in, and and uh, you know do some photography?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Yeah, <laughs> we were all sort of. It was sort of at the end of the conversation. We all walked in the neighborhood. It was a nice day, and we walked a few blocks, and uh, and uh, it, we started to peel off at the time, but we took some pictures and we started posting it up. But it was the first one, and we you know it was a little, uh, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, what's this is like?" But but everybody appreciated having it put together. Right. And, and so we haven't come up with a regular schedule yet. So I just need to, to do that. But I found I was I had so much energy after that little breakfast uh, with people who who just sort of out of the blue joined, you know, and, and wanted to, to do the same that it was interesting to be able to get energy from a place that I, I just wasn't expecting it, you know. Mm-hmm. And yes, it did take the it did take effort. In fact, we had to reschedule like once or twice. Um, once because I had a job and, and something else, but uh, so it was a little bit of effort. And and you know, it was only five of us out of at that point. I think we only had about twenty people had signed up, so it was about a quarter of. And I had made I don't know if I made stickers, uh, it's just it's coffee and coffee and cameras. Nice, right? Yeah, and I, and I ended up buying these little um, field uh, field notebooks, and I stuck these things on, and it was like swag. I was like, yeah, yeah. we can all have this swag. That's cool. But, you know, that became this, this little camaraderie. And then, you know, there were a couple of people who were like, hey, I want to join your group, but, uh, you know, I'm not on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's the best way we could do it. So I, it was funny that people were, you know, yeah, looking. some cross-pollination f- there. Yeah, and they were looking for community too. There was that there was that desire for people to get together. So, you know, it wasn't for me it's a bit of like I want to spend time with more people and get out and start meeting new people just in in general, I think it I mean it's good for me to do that and I feel I feel like I said I feel like I get more energy and mm. and I get sparked by that. And, you know, it's great when other people are doing that as well. So, uh, we're not as nearly established as, as you guys are. And, and, you know, we'll wait until we have our second meeting. I think the next one will be near Greenwood Cemetery. I think we found a coffee shop that's right next to it. So it's just a matter of setting that up and, and doing that. And then we maybe take a walk, you know, in Greenwood, walk around and, uh, and do a little photo thing. And, and, but the idea of like, the this, this spending of time with like-minded people strangers initially mm-hmm. but the um, brought together by photography or this desire to hang out with other people is uh, is, is very exciting and, and we've talked about this before and, and like you know we've got our unusual collective which we've been I think we're coming up on seven years
1: eight years yeah something like that 2016 2017.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, which is another uh, way for us to uh, get that same kind of energy. sort of a longer term thing, though. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. Um, so, what was it? What was it that that triggered? Like, like, what was it different about this last? coffee uh sorry bearing cameras for you you said it was a good conversation but how is it any different or what was the like you you said it was a really good conversation well because i think was... i
1: spoke up more so it was a the conversation the thread of the conversation i you know it's maybe it's not fair to say appeal to be more appeal to me more than it often does, which is an unfair thing to say, because it's conversations are always great, but there was something about the conversation this last time that really got me going. And I was very chatty, more chatty than I usually am. Um, And so that, that was, and so it was that, you know, the energy that I put in, I got, came out of it. I got much more out of it than I put into it. And that's sort of, I think that's what we've all found with these groups. Like, um, you know, explaining to somebody how the sensor works or why this thing doesn't work the way it does. Or I have this very vivid memory, and I think I've mentioned it before, it's years ago now, but a young woman looking at a twin-lens reflex for the first time and peering into the top ground glass and seeing the reversed image and just seeing that glow on her face, like, this is so cool, this is like magic, and we're all like... <laughs> You know, it's jaded old photographers. Yep, yeah, that's your magic. I you mean, someone there at, the, it is, at, right your, there. at the gathering. Someone yeah, like who came brought, to the gathering? brought a oh. Roloflex with them, and oh, she looked through okay. it for the first time. She didn't even know that such a thing existed. Well, she knew about cameras, but she yeah. didn't know what a twin lens was. She would never seen one before, and to see that magic, you know, to see her yeah, see that, that usually, image.
0: They, that kind of getting together usually doesn't happen. I mean, photography. As photographers, we tend to be lone wolves, mm. uh, which is not the greatest phrase, but you know, it's just it's a it it generally is a non collaborative art field, even though there is a lot of collaboration. It, but I think generally, you know, you have a camera and you walk around by yourself and you do these things, and yeah. to to be able to find a group of people where which is not like a school or a, any kind of learning environment, uh, which is rare to find, and, and you know, tends to be expensive and stuff. Mm-hmm uh where you can f- like have that a kind of experience someone brings a uh, you know a twin lens reflex or a, you know an old Mamiya camera yeah. and, and, or and, a, and, a crown or graphic or st- stuff right, so you don't right.
1: really see and then they're showing it off or whatever or yeah a pentax is, 645 or you know, all all this fun gear you know
0: yeah, yeah. It, we don't we just don't have those experiences and in the city we used to have the uh which is really sad um the more I'm thinking about it, the photo expo at the Javits Center mm. was every year in roughly late October, early November and I had been going to it every year since college. I think since like third fourth year of college, I started going. and of mm-hmm. course back then you would go there and you know collect tons of brochures, walk around yeah. with two bags full of two Nikon bags full of paperwork. And the pandemic shut that down. It probably would have shut down eventually anyway because it's so expensive to do that. But there was no and, – and there was always these sort of side uh, events that would happen. There were photo walks associated with it mm. or parties afterwards. And um, you'd, you would have this rubbing of uh, elbows with people that uh, – you know it'd be like the one time you could possibly bump into like Elliot Erwitt or Jay Mazel, Right. They're up talking the as
1: guests of a vendor, yeah, f- yeah, or they're Lika running a seminar
0: or, you know. or something like that. And you can go up to them and talk to them. And, and since we've lost that now, this is very New York City oriented or East Coast oriented, but I feel like the uh, the uh, uh, that kind of gathering and it's a large gathering just doesn't happen anymore. And BH, I know, is doing something uh, what was it called last year? I can't remember, but they fired up an event like that. And I think it was at the Javits center, but it's not quite the same. Didn't no. have the quite the same cachet. I mean, I'll give them credit for doing that. They try to. They actually, as a, as a, as a company, they, they do try to bring photographers together. So, uh, um, it's nice to see that through their mailing lists when they have like a, like this new event at the, at the Javits and stuff like that. But, but we don't really have these things anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, it's, I think it's important, you know, and I'm sure like, you know, way back when, when there's camera clubs and I don't want to, you know, camera clubs, people start thinking, Oh, you're taking pictures of flowers and stuff like that. But so what, you know, it's a still it's a gathering of people who are like-minded and mm-hmm. promote photography and learn new things, you know,
1: uh, learn new contests thing- and crit- uh, critiques and things like that. There's something for everybody. If you're is. new yeah. and you want to learn and you want to learn with, You know, you learn from people who have more experience than you. That's that's fantastic if that's what you want to do.
0: Right. There used to be
1: (laughs) competitions to just non-competitive. I don't know, portfolio review or whatever. Um, Well, yeah, actually, it's funny you talk
0: about non-competitive. You know, uh, photography. Way back when it used to be a very competitive thing because everybody was trying to fight over, you know, it was a commercial art mm-hmm. as well. So everybody's trying to fight over the same dollars and stuff like that. Now that's it's funny because now there's so much less commercial photography around. Uh, there are you know those few people who are making a living in it, but there's far less people making a living in mm-hmm. photography, and and so that that uh, that competition, it, I would. I would think, is lessened. I mean, now I'm remembering when I was, here we go, when I was on the old days. just remembering. but
1: You kids, get off my yard.
0: You get off my lawn and start yelling at the clouds. No, there was, you know, photographers used to be very secretive about the kind of things they did. And every now and then there would be some guy who would uh, start a seminar series that uh, would show you his secrets, which mm-hmm. was, you know, pretty Radical in some sense. There was a guy named Dean Collins. Did you ever hear of him? Vaguely. Uh Vaguely. I, it, It's funny, I and mean, he's no longer with us. I'm sorry to say that, but there was uh, a seminar series that he had, and I think I went to him in person. And I can't remember that it was about lighting, and it was a, it was really interesting techniques in lighting and color and whatnot. And he had his own technique and of course he's probably making money on the seminar so you know Mm -hmm. there's that but you know he was teaching a technique that he either created or 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 really solidified and sharing it with people you know and uh back then you know commercial photography was you know we had the photo district and everybody's you know Mm -hmm. sending their portfolios to art designers and art you know art directors and everybody's trying to fight for the same jobs and now there's so few and far between and yet photography is still and I'm going to, you know, this is kind of an overgeneralization, but I still get the sense that it's a whole bunch of little pockets of individual, like little, you know, we're not a colony. We're all these little separate ants all over the place by ourselves. And yeah, maybe we get together on Instagram or, which is not really a get together, but they, you know, you know, people on Instagram have gotten together. There've been photo walks and, yeah. and it's, there used to be a community there and there might still be. And Flickr, uh, Flickr, was huge for a long time. Flickr was huge, yeah. And those were what we were now having. But now that we've got less of the competition and the fighting over the dollars, just because they're not there and they're they're going away. You know, by, by the end of this year, they're, I'm sure a lot more is going to go away. Get, considering how fast the AI is muscling in on on a lot of that, so there's no reason not. To share and 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 be giving of uh, you know ideas to people like mentoring, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, photography. Or, photography used to be at least, and again, I'm talking about my neck of the woods. But New York was the photo district. I mean, they we even had a we had a paper called the Photo District News, and you know, often uh, photographers entry into the world of photography was to assist somebody, you know, to become, and that was sort of a modern version of being, uh, uh, you know, the mentor and the mentee or the apprentice, apprentice, you know, even though they they had got paid, that doesn't exist anymore. Or very little of that. And so uh, today would be sort of a great time to actually start that up again. And I think the, the what you're describing about beers and cameras is sort of like a different way to do that. I mean, you're not quite mentoring and going off on shoots and someone's following you and saying, you know, they're your assistant yeah. for the day, but you have those options. You have that mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a possibility to do. Yeah. And, um, I think if we could foster more of that, uh kind of thing there's no you know there's very few people don't go to schools anymore for photography and for that's how you you learn photography i mean essentially you didn't have to go to school i mean you could have mm-hmm. but if you knew something about photography and you assist something that's how you learned right you know uh and so people who come to these gatherings like yours and even mine can 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 start to learn in in a way that you know i don't know would perhaps maybe solidify skills more or something. I don't know, but there's something. But just have the that.
1: mindset. Like it's funny when you're learning uh, something artistic <clears throat> in photography, I find, um, because I taught a, uh, I briefly taught a community college, not a community college <clears throat> city parks and recreation course on photography, a six week thing. And it was about the art of photography. So it was like, texture form you know all, all of the basic aspects of an image sort of in a almost a painterly context and then how to use the camera blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. so it's a little stilted by today's standards but it was what it was and it was you know i had examples on the slide film you know to project <laughs> so it was <laughs> you know i did what i could do um and what was, where was I going with this now? And see, now, now I, it's my <laughs> turn to be the old guy. <laughs> we always, we always do
0: that. Um, you, what, what was the last thing you said? Um, what was the last thing I said? I was
1: about uh, teaching and mentoring and, uh, uh, yes. Okay. So I like, I, I, and that, that was like, oh, the mindset. It was the, the, about the, about right. the mindset. So the thing you learn isn't actually not, it's not that the actual physical tactile process of photography, though you have to learn that. The thing is it doesn't take long to learn that. Mm -hmm. The problem is learning how to see. right. And that's where the real talent or whatever you want to call it to be able to transmit what you see into thinking about what the end product is going to be and make that happen through this Mm -hmm. process that you're learning. Yeah. It's not enough to just say oh, I want to take better pictures. Well, what does better pictures mean? Better pictures means what? Do you want them to show up in National Geographic magazine, which appears to be a dream for many <laughs> or used to be, I was like, a, used to be. Oh, yeah, used, it used to be You got to be in National Geographic or no, be think, published yeah. in a newspaper or in some magazine somewhere, some fashion magazine or some other kind of yeah. magazine. Um, and that's all, you know. People could do that. You could learn how to do that. But really the essential skill, I think, in your growth is, is learning how to see. And that's and I think what things like collectives and photo clubs and these critique things, these portfolio reviews, which seems to be bigger, they, they're becoming destination events now. You hear of, uh, what is it, the Chico? It's um, Was it someplace? It's in uh, Montana they have I don't know this. the chico reviews yeah um and they have uh, photographers and editors come from all over and you bring your portfolio and you pay you know quite a substantial amount of money to have your hotel room and then have one-on-one time with each of these quote unquote mentors so are really serious about photography yeah. yeah so and but it's but i mean it, it it is a way for you to kind of tighten up your your, um, uh, your skills, abilities, whatever, your, your art, your, you know, move things along. That's sort well, of, I would consider that at the high end.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But in terms of like the mentor mentee thing, um, I think the sky's the limit from the simple, like what I'm walking, you know, how many of us have someone has kind of fallen behind the group and the photo walk and what's going on? What's it? I just, I can't, it, it, things are too dark. Oh, let's see. Let's look at your camera. Let's look at your settings. Like those initial, like, and explaining to somebody for the first time what this function of the camera does, there's something for everybody. Right. And that's, that really, that's what I'm trying to impart with this long winded, uh, this long winded diatribe I've gone on. But um, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm just the, you, know, uh, you know I'm just trying to trying to impart that there's something for everybody in this.
0: Yes, I agree. And you know thinking about our own collective and the amount of different viewpoints that we have in it and how, like for me, you know, in the sense of meeting you, that I've been opened up to photographers, other photographers who I've never heard of before, or uh, you know, and then and and you telling me about somebody, or or uh, Dave telling me about somebody, or Mark telling me about somebody, uh, and and all of a sudden now I'm you know a fanboy of so and so, you know, mm-hmm. and and having that happen as well, that sort of uh, increasing. The amount of eyes on the world, right? You know, so mm-hmm. if I'm part of this group of seven or eight people, now I've got access to their brains. And should they share their information with me about, like, oh, here's this resource, here's this photographer in England who you should take a look at? And I'm like, oh, well, and then the, down the rabbit hole I go. And, uh, you know, again, we don't always have those options as if we're lone people walking around trying to figure stuff out like we don't even know what we don't know mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's, yeah. there's there's that and uh you know I, I find that happens a lot in my classes too especially in my classes i mean because people come to them they're sort of one-off classes and you know i try to impart some newness you know people are like who is that irving penn i like, never heard of him before and like mm-hmm. well you know here you go,
1: you know, think giant cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah.
0: Think of corners. Think of people stuffed into corners. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, for it gets very exciting when someone says, you know, could you spell his name again for me? I didn't quite get it. So I, I know that it's happening, but that that's another part of whole, of, of this whole thing. Uh, you know, that when you're talking about the walk, doing a photo walk and someone is lagging behind and trying to figure that kind of stuff, I really resonate with that. Because sometimes I do the photo walks, uh, like organized photo walks through the Scott Kelby Worldwide Photo Walk, and so it's up to me mm-hmm. to be the leader and and make sure that people are, are you know not being left behind, and 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 so there is a built-in mentor mentee kind of thing. Of course, there are people that in the photo walks who know what they're doing, but sometimes people just join because they would want to be mm-hmm. they want to be with other photographers and stuff. Um, what was I gonna say about? Uh, yeah. I mean, the solitary nature, I'm just writing my notes of being a photographer means seeking out shared experiences and collaborations, you know, this idea that, uh, we might want to collaborate with somebody else like you and me with the, with the zine, or you coming into town or you and Mark doing your book? And this idea of collaboration, I think is something I'd like to talk a little bit more about, like mm-hmm. how do, how, you know, not just getting together and sharing information, but actually working together on something and doing it like from the outset. I know when we were doing our zine, we're just sort of like we're looking at the synergy of our work and we're saying, Hey, this would be a great combination. And that is a collaboration, Mm -hmm. but this idea of, of like tagging up with somebody and doing a a project from the get go. Mm -hmm. Right. Or even a a few people, you know, we're going to do this project together uh, and do that is something that a I think we should encourage mm-hmm. uh and because especially if you do a collaboration with someone in the distant in a different discipline like it'd be really interesting to collaborate with somebody who's doing music and like how do you oh I you see like uh, oh yeah music or art
1: interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary or, yeah. yeah
0: interdisciplinary things uh to uh to to share that rather than just like even well you know sure we could do photography things together but like you're a musician and you're a you know an artist, and I'm uh you know you're an illustrator, and I'm a photographer. What the what are the three things that we what what can we do together mm-hmm. to create something? And you know that there's very little environment, There are very little places in the world that you can do that. You actually have to sort of uh you know if you're in school, I don't know you know again I'm, I haven't been to school in a while, so I don't know what kind of collaborations are in there. But that's the kind of environment that that could happen outside of school. You know everybody's working and trying to survive. And how mm-hmm. do we Find those other people to let's put and let's push our photography or our skills or our art to a different level, mm-hmm. right? And so, imagine what it'd be like if in your beer and cameras group you found someone who is a you know a musician, and you say, Hey, I'm gonna sit down with you. Let's what can we do together? How can we tie your music in with well, the, we have the at the least
1: two really good guitar players in our group, yeah,
0: yeah. Do you guys ever do any kind of collaborations? Nope. Or is it really just kind of a... Nope, it's coming up in the yeah. next one. <laughs> <laughs> and I bring it up. Well, good. I Actually, I'm just thinking about that because one of the things that sort of popped up in like our notes and stuff like that, like what would be uh, um, the idea of like a, a gathering, right? And then going out in a photo walk and then pairing up with, like breaking up a group of people into pairs and finding a location where you're going to approach it Mm -hmm. With, uh, you know, a group of photographers who are in pairs who are going to work together should then create, um, you know, uh, a set of imagery from a certain, you know, let's say a certain location. Right. Right. And so like I was thinking about Greenwood Cemetery because my next if anybody from my from from the coffee and cameras is listening to this, you guys are going to get a message soon. Because I think the next one that I would like to do is like, yeah, we, we start off at a coffee shop and, yeah, we can go to Greenwood Cemetery. What would it be like to break us up into a couple of groups and say, okay, let's go in there for an hour mm-hmm. and and me and, you know, Robert are going to do one thing and then you guys do something else and we're going to focus and then we'll come back and, you know, uh, in a week or something like that process the stuff and get together and talk about it. like. Rather than just making it, this is the this is sorry, and in, in, to be critical here about our own collective, mm-hmm. I've noticed this is the one thing we've 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 not really done uh, much of, um, which is not easy because we're all separated by great distances, but it doesn't mean we couldn't come up with some kind of uh,
1: like collaboration a, a, a collaboration slash assignment. I really like getting assignments because then it gives me that initial kernel of, okay, where am I starting? What's my start? Right. You know?
0: Right. And how do we, how can we do that? Because right now what we are is, and that's, this is our, I love our collective and I'm, and and I I found that it, uh, you know, if I say this until I'm blue in the face, I'm sorry, but like, I want to say it saved my life and that's being a little, uh, uh, there's a little bit of hyperbole in there, but it really has in some way, like, Mm -hmm. you know, having a connection with other people who, even though you guys are generally great distances and I, I, I don't see you in person, but having that outlet is, is made a difference in my life mm-hmm. uh, literally, you know? And, and I could imagine that is the same for everybody else in the group. Like there mm-hmm. is that sense of uh, this is an important place for us. And I think we still have places to go. Right. You know, and like, for instance, doing we have windows into
1: each other's lives too, which is fascinating. I think like we re- relate to each other as human beings, but we also like this guy lives in New York. This guy lives in Calgary. She, you know, she lives in uh, Stony Plain, wherever she lives. Uh, Mark lives just across the expressway from me. You know, like we all <laughs> we all got these different, these kind of different realities, and it's h- healthy to see yeah. that. And this is the human component of it, you know, but the collaboration, we, you know, we could take our differences and turn them into something This, you know, my, that expression I use all the time, the whole is greater than some of the parts, right? Right. Right. You know, yeah. We could and, do something and, for sure.
0: You know, take, take, take it to another level. Uh, push ourselves a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying we're perfect and I don't mind, but you know, that's that, that, you know, as we're talking about this now, that would be kind of an interesting way to go. The other thing we don't do is we don't do critiques. We do post pictures up, but yeah. we don't, we don't have like a, a, which I I'm wondering about whether we should do that. Or not, Cause it's like, it's like the the elephant in the room, right? Yeah. Uh, we do always do thumbs up or things with pictures, but to actually do a hard critique on our work is something I don't think we've really done yet. Uh, and maybe we've done it a little bit here and there. Maybe individuals have done it, but I mean, as a as a ongoing kind of thing. So you have a group of photographers together, and you're going to say, "Okay, today's today's my portfolio day. I'm going to show what I've done, and and then the floor is open, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for you guys to all like, okay, hit me with what you think, because that's kind of what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this idea. I don't know. You know, in the old days, you know, kids would play sports and you'd have a winner and a loser it's so now today everybody's a winner and i'm sorry for being a bitchy complaining people you know and and it's not about winning and losing i think critiquing is not about like this is excellent or bad but we learn from uh, a collaborative voice of you know here are the things that i see that could make an image of yours better you know or you know here's the questions that i have and whatnot and all that feedback is always useful mm-hmm. And as a collective or any group of people get together to talk about photography, I think that's going to be an important part of it. And so we don't get that in the world. You know, as an individual, you put your pictures out and if someone complains about it on Facebook, we call them idiots or we just ignore them or get into an Internet fight. I mean, there's all this nonsense about it. Yeah, there's the
1: offensiveness to showing your work. and Yeah. but you're spending time skill yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but yeah. when you when you're then collaborating with somebody or you're getting to know them through beers and cameras or coffee and cameras or however you're doing it in a collective then like i can hear a critique from you or i can hear a critique from mark and and i know where it's coming from because mm-hmm. it's coming from a sense of uh you know we're comrades and you're just trying to make me a better photographer. And so that is something I think is important to, in this discussion of seeking out those people who are, are you know, who couldn't assist us in our creative lives, like you said, as the, in the, in the prompt for the show, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so you said separate from our lonely artistic pursuits, we need to move out of that sometimes, you know, and then we can always go back into it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fluid kind of dynamic you know yeah. I, I i separate myself from the group so i can do work and then i come together or i can collaborate with somebody i mean it's not a you know a hard you know stop mm-hmm. uh, on one side or the other so sorry. also I
1: too i would i would say what's essential to a good critique is that you work with the photographer on what their vision is what is it you're trying to say and sometimes the content not just the technical aspects of the photograph but the content of what you're trying to say, if you're trying to help that person clarify what they're trying to say, I think means as much or more and I think is more provocative than just, you know, you need to move more to the right and you've cropped this wrong. and all Those kind of things just seem to be like green, death by a thousand right? cuts, right? Yeah. We're right. really what is it you're trying to say? It's just not clear. What I'm seeing here is just not as clear as it could be based on what you're telling me. Those critiques are the ones that I think last the longest, have the most meaning and also encourage the person who's being, uh, whose images are being critiqued, helps them move along. And it's more of a positive message than a negative one, which I think is the whole thing why I, don't like clubs it's all about picking picking out the little thing that's wrong so yeah i
0: guess it depends on how the club is set up to exactly you know you know the the idea of of having a group of people where you can freely show work and get feedback and then after some period of time perhaps think about going to this the the one that you were talking about what was it called chico
1: yeah the Chico. i can i can imagine
0: going there like like without having had critique ahead of time, how difficult that might be. Yeah, because you're going into uh, you're spending a lot of money and you're going to see people who are in this industry who are going to not hold back from anything. And to go into that cold with with no experience of uh, critique from your peers, yeah, is going to be a hard thing. And so. You know, with, with lack of uh, formal education, schooling, I mean, I remember I had a critique class, which was, at the time, it was early. It was actually early in SVA. And the guy was brutal. And he was kind of a dick anyway. <laughs> I mean, in general, the guy was a dick. And then he was a critique. But but the thing is, I remember him. Mm-hmm. And I remember his critiques. And I remember it, it, maybe if I had more of those, it would have been a lot easier to, uh, to, to be able to hear other criticisms like it was a very important class and uh not that he was a dick and that was a i mean it was just the guy's personality was a problem mm. but the fact that you know i think it was second year college that's kind of an early time in college for all you you know someone to tell you oh, you take on pictures of little birds what does little birds mean what is the stuff and you're like yeah. humiliated in front of people but it wasn't about the humiliation it was about really getting you to anyway getting us think to about what think you're shooting things. yeah and yeah if
1: you're I mean, I I wouldn't go to one of those higher end workshop critiques without a kind of a vision for a portfolio, which I'm not sure I have. What I'm just right. going to show a smattering of my street work and say this is it? Well, what are you trying to say? Is this a is this a comment about uh, humanity? Is this about are you a gawker? Are you a voyeur? Like, what are you trying to say here? Those are questions, like you know prepare yourself, ask yourself those questions. Where exactly do you want to take your art, if you're going to do right. that? That's on a different level than I don't know how to yeah. use the aperture, right?
0: And, and you know, to be to, to circle back with, like, finding this community, it's a great place to start that, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially if initially you're, you're starting a community and you say, hey, the ground rules in here are we're going to look at pictures and we're going to talk about them. And, you know, if that's not what you want then maybe this is not the place for you but to have that kind of space because we just don't have it we Mm -hmm. don't have these spaces anymore that we need to get back in touch with and i think we'll all be better for it actually i just just got reminded that uh uh was it gino my friend gino was uh set me up with a camera club for next week uh to, to do a presentation oh cool yeah, and uh, and we're doing it virtually. They, they've since a lot of groups are doing this stuff now virtually, which is has its pluses and minuses, yeah. but I think there's probably I would say there's maybe a little bit more in the pluses in the department mm-hmm. uh, just because I think you can have a better turnout of people and you can have certainly more diverse groups of people from different locations. But that being said, Uh, I'm doing this little – it's a presentation, so I don't know if – I mean, it might lead into a critique, and I can't remember the name of the camera club off the top of my head, but uh, it's setting me up for – I'm going to be doing the talk that I did at the Blue Star Cafe, Mm -hmm. which I'm doing again the same week. Uh, So on the 24th, I'm doing a a final talk at the Blue Star Cafe – as a, as a final closing to the show, because then I'll be pulling the show down, mm. uh, at some point. But the idea is to, and, and this I'm going to do the same talk at the club. I don't know if that's going to open up to critique or not, but, but it's possible. You know, mm-hmm. the idea is like they, they, they want to get sort of new, um, photographers to see and to talk about, and they're doing it virtually, which I think is great. Um, it, it's, an maybe it's an older club. And so sometimes it's harder for people to get to the location, uh, and, uh, but I'm going to do the same talk there. So it will be really interesting because this, t- my talk is really based on my neighborhood in a okay. way, but the talk was kind of generic about recording, um, you know, trying to record a history of the place that you live in, you know? So yeah. just using my pictures as that. Uh, but anyway, I was I'm not sure where I was going with that, but I wanted to make sure I,
1: I remembered to see well, context. Because,
0: yeah. Yeah. Because by our next show, I will have had the, I'll have had the talk again. And, uh, I thought maybe I would stream it. I don't know if I can do that. Um, but maybe I record it but this is my second time well actually that that will be my third time that I'm doing it so it's a new kind of idea of talking but that to me is part of this thing like if I didn't have the show at blue Star cafe or be able to um, talk with the owner and say let's have an artist talk and you know that's sort of another version of this in a way to sort mm-hmm. of open up to uh, a new way of uh you know, sharing and collaboration and 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 meeting and I don't know, you know what else, whatever we're talking about here, mm-hmm. uh, and learning too. Actually, that's yeah. the other part of it. It's like it's and the and part. the people
1: who, you know, the teacher learns as much as the student or the men, the mentor learns as much. Uh, you know, in, what in, works yeah. and what doesn't, and right, and what feels uncomfortable. The stuff you you've got all these years of experience and background and. You know, trying to figure out from the from the apprentice what the real problem is that they're having. You mm-hmm. know, as part of it, right? The questions to ask. We've talked about that before. What are the right questions to ask? Troubleshoot. You know what the problem is, and and help that poor person who's who's just starting, who could be yeah. on their way to a lifetime of of photography. So,
0: right. And and having many minds on something is good. And the other part of this is, you know, these kind of gatherings that we that we're talking about there's like we're sort of doing it, I want to say in a voluntary aspect, but we do it because we want to do it. Like, you know, you want to share mm-hmm. information. You want to help the the person lagging in the, uh, in the photo walk because, uh, because you want to, you're not getting paid for it. it's not, a, you know, there's no, the incentive is that you want to be helpful. And so, you know, to sort of come back to the beginning of this or whatever, in a way is like, I, well, it's like, you know, like a call to action to yeah. to 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 our people and to anybody who's listening to this and to who you can talk to about this is I think it's a, important to try to do this, to try to find a group uh, in whatever way possible that you can share experiences, share knowledge, be a giver of knowledge, a taker of knowledge. Because um, it's important to take, too. You know, it's interesting because <laughs> photographers, I think, uh, again, wide brush painted here. But I think there's this idea that, I don't know, photographers think they know everything. And I know, I'm and again, I'm speaking from my own, you know, my own experiences and who I am. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've had this sense sometimes like, you know. I think I know everything about photography. And it's sometimes really hard to open myself up to hearing someone else talk about something that I think I know about, but they're approaching it differently. And, and, and the sort of knee jerk impulse reaction is to say, no, you're wrong. Do it my way. Right. (laughs) Which is, which we, you can resonate with, right. You're just like, understand that you've seen this before. Right. Because someone might come up and say, it's too green and blah, 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 you know, or whatever. And the, it's, is I think it's as important to be able to be a giver of knowledge, right? Here I am. I can share what I know with people. But I think it's also as equally important to be able to take knowledge, yeah, to be open to a person or a concept or an idea that maybe rubs you the wrong way or goes against the way you, you thought things were. And instead of shutting down and, and ignoring it and whatnot, a, a, a group kind of that way is important for you to be able to take stuff in mm-hmm. and to, to break down that barrier that I think we have because we do things by ourselves and we think we know everything and et cetera, et cetera. Again, yeah, you know, true. it's true. It's overgeneralization, but you know, it's got a ring of, I believe it's got a ring of truth. To also
1: it. to yeah. the, the person who you're helping out, you know, on the photo walk, the, the novice, how meaningful it can be for them to receive that help. And there's another problem solved and, the boost you get from that personal attention and that help to empower that person to go to the next level and so on. And you see that every now and then too. And, you know, you teaching, right? You, I'm sure you've seen that where you see the growth happen and how gratifying that is. And there's a certain, there's gratification for you as a teacher, but also pride in that person knowing that they're finding their way.
0: Yeah, in whatever direction
1: they're going, and I think that's that's an important part.
0: It's incredibly important, and I just realized that that's you know as an instructor, you know, there's that um, here's the instructor up on a pedestal, and here are the students (laughs) down here, and the idea is no, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, a student will ask a question, and you're like, oh, I never really thought about that because I've been living in this sort of bubble up here. And, you know, a student might be coming from a different or a student or a person in your group comes coming from a different discipline or idea or different culture and says, well, what about this? And you're like, oh, shoot, I've never I never considered that. Yeah. And rather of being dismissive of something, you can be open to that. So, yes, you were talking about that relationship between a student and an instructor and how you can learn from from the people that you're trying to teach as well. I think that's important.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm having this little flashback of, on YouTube, there are these old black and white, really kind of poorly recorded videos of uh, Gary Winogrand talking. Uh, I think anyone who's kind of gone down that rabbit hole has seen those videos. And he's talking about, and he's very matter-of-fact, Winogrand was very matter-of-fact about his his idea of critique, and uh, this guy didn't take very good pictures or whatever, and then he talks about his own... And then there's a bit of a silence in there. And he's like, well, don't you think so? Like there's an actual <laughs> moment of doubt there. Like, oh, okay, he's somebody caught him in something. And I just love that. I love that. <laughs> this, this you know, street master or whatever, it's like all these younger people around him. He's like, oh, don't you think so? And I, you know? <laughs> oh, and there's that moment where everything stops. And there's a bit of a laugh. I thought, you know, no. yeah, we all we all can learn, you know?
0: Yeah, we have to. We have to be able to learn because otherwise we're stuck in our own little worlds and, and, and ultimately I think that's not satisfying. And mm-hmm. to be able to learn is also to be able to step outside of yourself a little bit. Yeah. And and we don't... It's better to do that, I think, and this is from my personal experience, I know when I do that, I find when I end up coming back to myself, I feel better and more fulfilled. So, uh, so take that for, for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, we did, uh, we did manage to take up some time.
1: <laughs> we actually talked about something. Again. we did talk
0: about something, and, and the energy was there. I feel the energy, but uh, I think it's time to Good.
1: move along. It's the collective our, uh, energy.
0: The collective energy. Yeah, I gotta think of the name of this show. Anyway. Thanks for, thanks for this. Where can we find you in our, our neck of the woods or someone else's neck of the woods? Uh, you, can you can find
1: work. me uh, on Vero and uh, Twitter or X at, at WRosinPhoto. I'm on Instagram at Fine Art. On Facebook, I'm MordRosinPhoto. And I have my little website called rosin.ca, rosi nca Not much there, but there's contact information and stuff there as well. And then our unofficial sponsor, which not is Orna's sponsor. Photo, Or-N-I-S dot Photo. So that's where I can be found. If you need to find me, that's where I will be. What about you, my okay. friend? Where can I lo- we find
0: you? I, yeah, and I love that we have an unofficial sponsor for like five What's years What's it, now? three years, two years, <laughs> something years. like that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can find me on, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not on X anymore, uh, but you could pop on. I'm AM Rosario on X, Flickr, and Vero. Instagram, actually, Instagram. I'm probably going to spend more time on is uh, Am Rosario Photo. So that's good. Website is amrosario.com. Our website is streetshotsphotography, and subscribe to our Substack newsletter, please. I love when I get one of those people subscribe to our newsletter, and they subscribe. Uh, streetshots.substack.com. Get more content coming there. I like writing. I'm getting more into writing, so. And, uh, like Christoph did at the beginning, you can uh, support us by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Antonio Rosario. And, uh, yeah, any, any kind of support is, is great. Even if you just drop us a line or a question or like, you know, we had our, um, uh, was it Gavin is his name our friend who Gavin? Su- yes. Suggested our, our Trent park discussion yep. and we'll see where that goes. Uh, we already had that talk, but it'd be kind of interesting to, uh, to have more suggestions from people about, uh, you know, this is how we're learning. This is how we take stuff in, you know, mm-hmm. our audience, you guys who are listening, you're our community as well. And, you know, we're giving stuff to you guys and, and give some gives gives give stuff back, give us questions, give us ideas, give us, uh, Tell us people that, you know, there's a whole bunch of eyes out there that, uh, we don't know about, like, we don't know what you guys are seeing. And so please share with us. Cause that, that kind of stuff is really exciting. Um, when we, when we learn about things. So anyway, so thank you, my friend for, and thank you. Yeah. Thanks for checking up on me earlier on. <laughs> no problems. That's a backstory for another day, but, uh. I'm really uh, grateful that uh, you're here with me and doing this, and uh, always grateful. So, thank you so much.
1: Happy to be here.
0: You know, if your if your coffee is roasted, you know, espresso coffee has actually got less caffeine in it. The more, yeah, it's a two espresso. I
1: have two espresso shots and my, and then oat milk. Yeah, I just started this in the last year. Works out pretty yeah. well. And we've got a frother. I like
0: coffee. Oh, you yeah. have a frother? Yeah. Is it a hot so frother? Or a it's cold a hot frother.
1: frother, yeah.
0: Yeah, those are nice. Yeah.
1: It's the Nespresso thing. It's got Nespresso, that right? the. Nespresso, right. Spinning yeah. around thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I and rinse that sucker out and it's like, What well, did you wipe this out? Like, it's oat milk. <laughs> it doesn't go bad. Just leave it. <laughs>